The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Raising teens alone becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is Muriel Falous, your host, and I hope you're doing well. You, you may hear that my voice is very deep. I have bronchitis, <laughs> but I thought I delayed enough in recording and uh, interacting with you, dear moms. I can talk. I'm not coughing as much. And I'm recovering. I've been, not only have I been sick with bronchitis, which is very symbolic and you will understand why in a little bit, But I also um, attended an intense, intensive tapping workshop uh, as part of my uh, clinical tapping certification. It was amazing, but it was very challenging because it was based on Pacific time. And as you know, I'm in Israel, so I'm 10 hours ahead. And they were very long days. It uh, ended up. Uh, We lasted until 2 o'clock in the morning for me, and then after that I had still to get ready for bed and everything and integrate a little bit. So this didn't help with my body fighting bronchitis, but I do not regret anything. It was awesome, amazing, and I'm going deeper and deeper on the work that I'm now doing with my clients, on the work that... I'm going to do with you, my members, and um, it has never been, there was never a better time to join our circles because we're going to go deep. And uh, I really want to help you get to the root cause of whatever is disturbing you as far as triggers and emotional reaction, and that's what we're going to do. So today my episode, we talked about faith, cultivating your faith in the universe, both in this podcast, in my Facebook group, on YouTube. And I shared several ways. I shared a tapping session. We're going to go a step higher. And now today, we're going to talk about really taking a stand in 
believing in the universe, in believing in your power as a co-creator. Because you cannot only say, I'm co-parenting with the universe, if you don't actively incorporate practices in your life. Otherwise, that's just doing lip service. You may as well stop. That's a nice idea, romantic idea of yourself that you're entertaining in your mind. Unless you're really practicing it, you're not co-parenting with the universe. So today I want to give you ways to take a stand for your belief, for your statement, for your co-parenting with the universe. I want to give you three ways Actually, four. I, I listed down four because I prepare, I prepare my episodes so I always have a piece of paper in front of me. And the first way that you are going to take a stand for your belief in the universe is by cultivating intention. But not only intention with your thoughts, intention with your whole being, living your intention. And for that, you need to feel it, see it, be it. That's why emotional freedom and EFT, the emotional freedom technique and tapping is not an option. It is a must. So you can stay centered even when things don't go your way. Because as you know, you create with your thoughts and, and your intention and everything exists as an energy potential until you put the frame on it, until you choose that specific potential and it becomes a reality. So I want to invite you to flex your intention muscle Starting with small stuff, I always get parking spots when I drive, wherever I go. Even when I was in LA and there, were, uh, there was a lot of traffic, I always got parking spots because I intended it. And by intent, I mean you believe. It is not a negotiable. You intend that's what's going to happen. It's like when you know that you know, you know, when your kids were babies, you knew that you knew that you would be able to feed them when they were baby, babies. You knew inside yourself, you had no doubt that you would be able to take care of them, change their diapers, feed them, that even if you didn't have the skills at the beginning, you would acquire them. And there was no question you didn't say, oh my God, I'm going to leave my baby in the hospital because I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to do that. No, you intended, you knew that at one point, even if it wasn't perfect, even if your family had to be in the picture and teach you, you knew. That's what you intended. You knew you would do it. So what I'm asking you to do, uh, in fact, I'm not asking you to do anything, but I invite you to have the intention backing up your co-creating power. 
And I'm talking about, for example, we know we don't, we don't control anyone, but you intend to now be the mother that can stay strong. And even if you have moments when you go down, you bounce back. You intend to see the strength, the intelligence, and the resilience of your kid, even if they're acting out and literally are making stupid decisions. You can, for example, you can recognize that in their stupid decisions, they're showing you that they have resilience, that they have, uh, that they can focus their energy, maybe not the right way. I mean, not the best way for them, but they can. That they're smart. Um, I always say I have two of my teenagers that always knew how to invest the least effort for the maximum result. And even if, as a parent, you would love your kids to have straight A's, they were not this type, but they knew to invest the, the effort that they needed to be able to get to wherever they were passing or they were wherever they wanted to be and they didn't care about being straight A's and perfect. Uh, so focus there. Focus on seeing how dedicated they are. My second daughter was so dedicated since she was a tiny baby. When she wanted something, she went for it 120%, both in the goods and in the mistakes, but that's a strength. So intend to see that strength and intend to stay in the right mind to be radiating the energy that you need to radiate to make them understand, to make them feel that you believe in them. That's extremely important. Even when they go and they do, nothing is working, let's say, not school, they're smoking weed, they're drinking, still intend to be able to see the best version that you can see. That means to focus on the strength, the resilience, the dedication, and not the fact that they're playing against themselves. So learn to flex your intention. Intend to attract a cup of coffee. It happened to me. I remember one time when I said, today I intend to receive. I am grateful for whatever is going to come to me. I went to Starbucks. I was in my car. And when I get there to pay, they said, no, the person in front of you already paid for you. Small things like that. And don't try to dictate what you should receive. Just be ready to receive that day. Or be ready to notice that day. Or be ready to notice the beauty outside. There is always beauty wherever you go, even on the freeway. There is a flower growing on the side. Intend. Sharpen your intention muscle. So that's way number one to really take a stand for your belief that the universe is co-creating with you and that you are a co-creator and that you have power. Intend and observe the results. And 
Believe even if you don't see the proof right away. Be patient. You can even have affirmations. I intend to see whatever. I intend to see... Find something that you think you may not see every day. That it's something special. Blue feathers. Like Abraham Hicks was talking once. No, they were not feathers. They were blue color and, and feathers. They were two different things and they saw it. I intend to... I don't know. Let me know what you intended. Come in the Facebook group or wherever you interact with me on Instagram maybe and let me know what was your intention and what was the result. So that's one. The second is connect, connect, connect with your power. Connect with the field of infinite potential. How can you feel that this field, the universe, God, source, how can you feel that it is on your side if you're not developing, if you're not familiar with it? You need to develop a relationship with it and not be a stranger. So you can meditate. One thing that I do in meditations and... I think I'll do a meditation for you. I'll record a meditation that I'll put on uh, YouTube and in my Facebook group where you expand your energy and you intend and you focus on being a part of the whole, on the oneness. That's something you can do when you meditate. My way of doing it for myself is... I start meditating and I start focusing on the emptiness behind my eyes when I have my eyes closed. And by the way, that's something that I naturally uh, uh, discovered when I had my surgery in my thyroid and I couldn't breathe the next day and I started panicking because everything was swollen and I thought, that's it, I'm going to die. And it was the, the middle of the night, I was still married, I had my baby and I was like, I'm going to die. I can't breathe. And the more I panicked, the less I could breathe. So I had to grab my, my thoughts and grab myself. And I didn't know tapping at the time. I wish I had. It would have been easier. But I grabbed myself and I said, no, you need to bring your mind somewhere else because the more you panic, the more you get, uh, your throat is getting constricted, the more your muscles are contracted. So I had to find something and I started focusing on what I was seeing behind my closed eyes in the middle of the night, which was kind of emptiness. So I focus on that and I gave that to um, a mom not so long ago when we were talking about meditation and she was telling me, I can't meditate, I can't calm down. And I told her, look inside of your eyes and maybe see what's, how empty it is see what shapes, there are always different colors and shapes, focus on that. So that's what I do when I want to expand and feel oneness with the universe, I start there. And then I imagine that I extend my energy all the way, like be, be, uh, past my arms, all the way on the other side of the universe, on both sides. I see how far I can expand my awareness and my energy and I feel myself expanding and the next thing I do is I actually 
focus on the fact that even though we look solid, we are all swimming in the soup of atoms. And I am part of that soup of atoms. And I imagine that I become the soup of atoms and my body disappears. And soon enough, I have no more body. I'm part of the oneness. So you may need to do that several times. You may need to train on that to really feel it. Or you may be able to just feel it the first time. I remember one time when I was doing that, I felt both matter and energy at the same time. I was in two places at one time. It was so powerful. I was never able to reproduce that. So try this exercise that may help you. Another thing you can do is observe nature. Observe how well synchronized it is to everything is working together, the flowers, the birds, every every single thing. And feel, feel how you're a part of that. A part of a bigger, way bigger thing than you. Another thing is practice the I am that um, meditation or affirmations that Wayne Dyer used to do. He even had a meditation on that. I used to do that with my kids. We used to look at a tree and say, I am that, because I am part of the oneness, and the oneness is that tree, so that's also me. I remember even before I learned about all that, when I was in France and I was younger, I used to sit in the subway, and I remember a specific day where I felt that... I was also the stranger that was sitting in front of me in the subway. And all those souls, all those people in the subway were souls. And I was, I was that. I was like them. I was, that was me. And they were, they were me and I was them. Try to do, to play with that. You'll see. It's amazing. So that's the second thing you can do to take a stand about your belief in the universe. Connect with it. Interact with it. Send thank yous. And really become familiar with it. And you'll see. It's going to be like family. I'm not kidding. I, I, uh, I said it many times in this podcast. Not in this one, maybe in my previous one, that when I was raising my kids alone and I needed love and I didn't have any emotional support because I'm usually very much the emotional support and the fixer in my family, I used to sit and open my heart chakra and ask for God, the universe, to send me love. And I could feel it. It was like a beloved one. So practice that. Third way. Refuse anything else. So now I'm going to let you know what inspired this episode. <clears throat> Recently, I was told by someone, and I know it came from a, from a very good intention. I, you know, I always want to grow my business, and it's not growing the way I want. I'm not getting 
the attention, the exposure that I want on social media and everywhere I do stuff. And I was very frustrated. And someone told me that what I was putting out was boring. That's why I didn't get the, the likes and I didn't get what, what I, I wanted to get. And, I, and it didn't grow my business and I didn't have this influx of clients that I wanted to go to the next level. And so she told me that I need to look at what people do because some people get thousands of likes and you have six seconds to grab people's attention and that's why I don't, I don't get attention because what I do is not interesting. And I asked her, what do you mean? She said, I don't know. Find for yourself. So I was so shaken by that. And the other thing she told me also is that I was too soft with myself. That obviously what I'm doing is not working because I don't have the results that I want. And that's how you assess if something is working. And that I was too soft with myself because I didn't look at that. And that, first of all, that made me, that destroyed me for about a day or two even. I was so depressed. I, I felt like I was a total failure. I felt like maybe I should just give up on my dreams because I have very big dreams. And she also always tells me that my dreams are too big. That's why I don't progress. I need to smaller dreams because it's not realistic. And so I was really, really put down for, for two days. I was depressed. I, I had thoughts that were not helping me. And even my health, even my level of physical energy was affected. Until I took a shower. And in my shower, I always am so inspired. My intuition is the sharpest when I take a shower or when I wake up. Just before I wake up in the morning, very, very early, I have those downloads that are so sharp and strong. So I, I was taking my shower and I was like, instead of giving up, instead, because she's very mainstream and she, she <clears throat> encourages me to go and, and maybe not be as weird with talking about what I'm talking about. And I realized that instead of giving up and trying to be doing what everybody else is doing and being interesting, quote-unquote interesting, instead of being the me that is boring, I need to multiply who I am by two. I will not... In a way, it's killing my identity to become someone else. I will not tone down on what I believe in, which is the, the universe, and what I will not change what I'm talking about. I will instead double that. Because there are people like you who are listening, who believe in that. And I really need to take a stand for what I believe in. I talk about co-parenting with the universe. 
it's time to multiply the, the intention by two. It's time to take a stand for what I believe in. My power to co-create my life. My power to attract, to align energetically and to create many miracles in my life. And I remembered I need to refuse the rest. Instead of entertaining those ideas, I need to just put them on the side and apply what I call, I talked about that in when I was in Toastmasters, I did a speech on that. When I was uh, in my former podcast, I explained the process. I need to apply my ADD process, which is an acronym where the A stands for awareness of what's going on. So I was depressed because I let myself be impacted and infiltrated with ideas that are not mine. It's A-I-D-D, aid, but with a double D. The I is for investigate. What am I thinking? So the awareness is I'm depressed, I'm down, I'm not where I want to be, I'm in doubt. The I is investigate what am I doing or thinking that is bringing that result and that feeling into my life. So in this example, I was letting myself believe that I was boring and I was desperate because I didn't know how I could change myself. I felt that I was not enough. I felt that I could never succeed with who I am. And again, that was just in the span of two days, but it was intense because it was someone that I love and I know she has such good intentions and she's so great with her business, but it's completely different than mine. When I was trying to explain the algorithm of Facebook and that's why people don't see my stuff, she doesn't believe in that. She doesn't know. So I was so affected, I was depressed. That's what was going on. I was letting myself... I was entertaining those thoughts over and over in a loop. So I investigated. And then the first D is for discard. And I discarded those thoughts. I let them go. I refused to spend my energy and my time there. And the last D is for decide what you want instead to define your life. It's both decide and define. Define what you want to be creating because your thoughts are creative. You want to create more of being dis, uh, in, in desperation, being in depression, being not seen, feeling not enough, or do you want to create something else? So I decided that I wanted to double my practices. I wanted to apply intention. And I wanted to remind myself through the practice and through the results that I would obtain with my intention, that I was a powerful co-creator because I've seen it so many times in my life. And the beauty of cultivating a relationship with the world of energy, with the universe, and 
having done intention statements before and having practiced intention and seen the results in my life is that instead of being down for a week, I was down for a day and a half, something like that. And the last thing, if you want to make a stand in your belief for the universe, don't self-sabotage yourself by focusing your energy and your attention where you don't have power because then it's going to bring you in desperation. For example, you don't have power over anyone. You cannot force someone to do whatever they don't want to do. You cannot, like we say, bring... You can bring a horse to water, but you cannot make him drink. So, you cannot control your teenagers. They are not here for you to control them. They are here to learn and grow. And you cannot protect them 24-7. You need to leave some space. Taking a stand on your belief about the universe is also letting the universe do, do its thing. This is not your job. So know your area of power and know your area of powerlessness. And by the way, this is going to be the subject, the topic of our monthly live this month. And it's going to take uh, place on, I'm looking at the calendar again, on, on, the, 20, on the 18th, June 18th. You can join us live at 10 o'clock Pacific, Pacific time, 13, I mean 13. Here we talk about, we use military time, so I got used to it. 1 o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern time. And I will probably do a second live because I don't think we're going to be able to cover all of it in one session because we're going to go deep, as I said. So that's what we're going to talk about our area of power and our area of powerlessness. And we're going to start by working on our area of powerlessness to be at peace with the fact that we are powerless in certain areas of our lives and in certain areas of our teenagers' lives. So I hope it helped. Again, let's summarize the four ways to take a stand in your belief that you're a powerful co-creator and you can enlist the universe to help you co-parenting and co-create is one, intend for what you want, develop a vision of it, and you can start doing things in writing to have a clear vision for whenever it's going to be time to pick your intention. Two, connect with that power in you and around you. Connect with the oneness that you're part of. Three, refuse anything else. Refuse the ideas that your surrounding will put in your head. Refuse the thoughts that come to you when you don't expect it. Just refuse. Practice the AID, A-I-D-D process that I explained. And four, Know your areas of power and powerlessness. Do not sabotage yourself by, by trying to intend in your areas of powerlessness, which will make you doubt. So those were the four ways. I look forward to seeing you in our lives 
if that's what you want to do. If you want to come tap with us, use some uh, new methods of, they are not new, they are new to me, that I'm learning in clinical tapping and really go deep at the source of your issue, the source of it. Not only the symptom that is manifesting today, but the source of that symptom. And that's it for today. You may hear weird. This episode may be a little bit different than usual because I had to stop several times. I was coughing. So I had to stop and I'm going to have to edit that. But I still wanted to be here for you. And I'll see you wherever I'll see you. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, here. I'm sending you a ton of love. And I intend to connect with you on an even deeper level. Bye for now. Mwah. If you like this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes and share it with other moms out there. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.